What's up, internets? Welcome to Movie Madness, a show by Marching Into Madness. This is our second episode, and and this episode, we're watching the movie The Big Sick, directed by Michael Showalter with Mucho Apatow Assistance, and it's a true story of <clears throat> Kumail Nanjani. Nanjani. That's pro- did I say that right? Uh probably not. Um, I think that's Nanjani. Thank you. Okay, so I, I okay, I wasn't saying the Canadian A. Let me fuck with him. Let me fuck with him. Come on. <laughs> Let me destroy his confidence further. And his yeah. partner Emily V. Gordon, which was a true story of their weird romance and how it all came together, which was inspiring. So, what we like to do is take a breather in the madness, stop and focus on a film. This is the one we chose today. Our movie is uh, picked week by week. So next episode, I get to choose, and I'm going to cut it in with some movie magic somewhere in the sequence and let you know what we're watching next. We're switching pace this week. Pitch Black from the year 2000, starring your boy Groot, a.k.a. Vin Diesel, directed by David Toey. Dive into a classic sci-fi action horror film from the first few years of smaller budget CGI. See you there. (laughs) And then Raza is about to give you a spoiler-free synopsis of the movie. So if you're interested in hearing more about this, you can tune in, listen to this first bit, go watch the film, come back, let us know your thoughts, or just hang out and listen to the next next episode. So, like our other shows, this is recorded live. If you want to tune in, you want to know us a bit more personally, don't be afraid to pop in. we got a friendly community. All right, so, Raza, kicking it off. What's, what's our spoiler-free synopsis? So the movie Big Sick is about Kumal, who is a Pakistani stand-up guy who lives in America, and he falls in love with an American student named Emily, who is, yeah. Uh, their relationship takes off, and then this something weird happens, but over the course of this weirdness, Kumal is... Uh, get closer with her parents, more or less, all while he's battling the culture cla- the culture clash of his own uh, traditions, his own family values, and then stuff ha- 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 happens at the end. So that is my spoiler-free um, review. I think you pulled and it together. I got a little lost in the middle, but you brought it all together. I mean. You know, for like the trailers did not hold back on the twist. The twist, yeah, but I feel like we should. I least. mean, it's it's in the title. Just gonna say. That. To be fair, to to be fair, that wasn't a thing that came to my, her. That happened ha- happening. I just thought it was gonna be a typical like rom com with like the uh, the cultural or or the cultural thing. There. Fair, yeah. See, while it worked on tricking me, this works in spoiler free because I was also sitting there like, "Oh, what's the sick? Where's the sick? What's the sick in this?" Like, I was, I was waiting I, for something yeah. to happen. I thought it was gonna be like love sick type thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Like how they're like, like into each other where it's gross and they have this uh, falling out. The generic story beats of a typical rom com, coming of of age rom com. No, I think you killed the synopsis. I'm with it. I'm with it. Um, I don't have much to add. 
Panda, do you have any secondary backups to help inform the audience on a synopsis of this? More of a jab at your little uh, rant there. You said he's a stand-up guy. And it made us like... Uh, like he's oh, just like... <laughs> yeah, stand-up comedian. Comedian. Is that all, yeah. what I, I said? Oh. It's all good. Maybe I'm wrong. No, you <laughs> said stand-up guy. You're like, he's a stand-up uh, guy? <laughs> I said stand-up as in like he does stand-up. And like, oh, he's a stand-up guy as a dude dude yeah so it was stand uh, he's I'm, he is a stand-up comma stand -up guy. guy that's yeah. what i meant but i totally see, see it now where, where that came from all right no judgment so then the production notes i got the i got the little ad segment coming up what i'm gonna do is remind you that if you want no spoilers you can go check it out because when we get back we're giving our opinions on the movie and we're not holding back and i'm sure raza has got a lot to rant about what are you doing here? I'm sick of doing these ads. That's why I'm not even appearing in person anymore. We appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in. You know what we need best? You don't even have to sub. Just share this video. If, if you like it, let other people know about it. We want to start a real movie club here? Join in. We want to know what you think. Sound off. All right. So, since Raza likes to be a party pooper, we are now going to our individual <laughs> perspectives on the films. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I, I like how, like, in the script, it, there's Bailey and it's blank for, for you and I. So, uh, I, I think the least biased person here, and I'm, I'm, I'm interested to hear first this Panda, would you like to start with your opinion here? Oh, okay. humble. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, Okay, so first off, there's two facts that I wanted to point out um, about this film. Is one, the movie came out on the 10th anniversary of Kumal and Emily, of their, uh, their wedding. The movie was released 10 years after, on the day of their anniversary of getting married. Spoiler. We're in spoiler territory, I imagine. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> And uh, so that's interesting. And another interesting thing is X-Files pops up a few times in this movie. And yeah. Kamal was actually on X-Files. Now, I don't know. Yeah, it, when they rebooted X-Files, he was in, a, in an episode. And that came up before this movie. But who knows when the timeline of filming this would have worked out. You know? Okay. Okay. Anyways, uh, so my my um, my thoughts on this movie are so I'm a sucker for rom coms, and not gonna lie, the ending choked me up, and uh, I like Kumal as an actor, and this is based on his life, and. Bailey, before stream started, you were talking about his awkward sense of humor. And I really, like, I can relate to that. And I feel like even though he's older than us, um, this summarizes our generation of, like, the awkwardness and the jokes that we throw out and how fast things can go and how humans now handle situations. You know, it's not so much... Um, a huge long-term event when it comes to like a breakup or mm -hmm. 
um, meeting someone's parents or um, making decisions in life overall. So well, anyways, like, I, it's like a modern yeah. love story in a way. Exactly. And, and so I enjoyed a lot of aspects. I thought it was funny at parts. Again, I choked up, maybe teared up a little bit near the end. Um, yeah. Um, Elastigirl's girls in this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to continue that trend. Elastigirl from the Incredibles. It's the mom, Holly Hunter. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I was like, she's also in Batman vs. Superman. I, I, I remember seeing her in, not in, like in Batman vs. Superman. I was like, I remember seeing her in something before. I was like, okay, it's Batman vs. Superman. Okay. It was yeah. ringing the bells. It was hidden. I was like, what is this? I can, right. I can recognize her from something. I, I was just like, Ray, I've seen Ray in some, 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 something too. Um, Ice Age. Friends? Yeah. <laughs> he was in some other serious drama recently, but I didn't see it. I know that I he got a lot of praise. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the remake. Yeah, the remake of Everybody Loves Raymond where he cheats on his wife. <laughs> the gritty remake. Like, <laughs> I, I thought... Everybody Hates Chris was the reboot of Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah. That's so funny. He, he just goes Benjamin Button. <laughs> <laughs> goes back to high school. Yo, I want to know what Ray Romano's brother from Everybody Loves Raymond, where the f- what happened to that guy? He was in Transformers. He was in Transformers. Not Transformers, sorry, uh, the Ninja Turtles one. Right. Oh, okay. That's decent then. That's okay. That's a good notch That's on your last belt. Time. So if I may, may I, may I hop in with some opinions? Of course. Yes, so I, I could definitely feel the Apatow influence. The pacing of the film felt like he definitely had his fingers in there in terms of like how the story developed. He doesn't necessarily follow like a three act structure. It's always kind of balanced really weird. None of his movies kind of go like 20 minutes of building, 20 minutes of this. Like this movie, like very much climaxed in the last five minutes and cut off. Like it was very uh, written in an Apatow style that way. And that's why I liked how it was shot because it was a, a basic like three camera shoot. It was just showing the basic combo angles, but it was unique every time at least. It wasn't just like sitcom, normal rom-com. Um, sick of bow. Too much bow. I, I, I was teasing before stream. I thought Raza literally, I thought I, I thought it was a prank. I thought I was getting pranked with Bo Burnham. I was like, oh, he got me. <laughs> um, I actually screamed at my monitor. I was like, oh my, you're in this too? <laughs> and Ray, Ray Romano for all the listeners god damn bro yeah why Ray Romano drama acting comeback now I bet you he's a one type actor but you can't play he can't play anything other than a New Yorker but he, he damn well did a good New Yorker mm-hmm. um so I also liked how the dialogue was paced it felt very human it felt very down to earth I didn't feel like I was as a writer seeing like blah, 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 like a very Socratic, normal one person, one person, one person. The conversation felt fluid and bouncy and off kilter at times. And I enjoyed that. And then, um, so last, last detailed film geek thing that I noticed that I enjoyed is like watching a lot of movies when they do comedy clubs, it's really hard to make it feel 
atmospheric. It's always so stale when you have to set up the film setup and the way they they made the comics more personal, the way they included the audience in many of the shots and actually filled a fucking room instead of just using movie magic. I found it like a very, it, it benefited those scenes because a lot of movies with comedy clubs is like, holy fuck, it feels so, it's so detaching right away. So That's I really like that about it. And then overall, the story was great. I'm sure we're going to rant about that stuff later, but those were my main highlights of what I noticed. Yeah, barely get the stamp of approval. Oh, no, I I, um, I think you both sort of like, hit, like basically said what I was going to say, but uh, I I did feel like going into it was going to be like, yeah, typical uh, rom-com movie, more or less, but like it, it definitely... It it hits the the story beats of one, but then the twist happens, and then it becomes something else entirely. That's what I liked about it. It isn't a typical sort of romantic comedy, but all the other stuff. It's just like this. It's just like what other rom coms go through. They tell in the first act, and then it it, it starts to like dwell onto like like the and to the actual point of the movie, which I thought was was the um, was was told really well, and it it it, it didn't feel like, uh, yeah, it, it didn't feel like also a just a, a rom com, um, a, a movie as well, <clears throat> like it had like your whole family value you you, you sing, uh, the whole like the whole cultural thing too. So like there were, there were layers and I really appreciated, appreciated how it took time to like peel it back and be like, okay, this is how all of it, um, all of it goes together and how it's so like complicated, you know, in his life, like how his life is super complicated. I should say. I agree. Um, I think that most of the characters are fleshed out. There's two characters, though, that I feel uh, are kind of comical. One is his roommate, who is yeah. a bad comedian, yeah. and he's just a loser. Like, right. you know, like, I know how you feel. I got kicked out for selling weed when I was a teenager <laughs> or whatever. And the second so character is the racist in the... Uh, when when the parents first come to a show, and he's like, "Go go back to ISIS," like which yeah, I yeah, yeah. I really enjoy that scene, but his character like is just like I'm racist. I'm here to say this line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But her yeah. response is like the really good part of that scene. So, anyway, yeah. I I I did like that. I did like how he like uh, like. Kamal Ninjani uh, uh, handled that entire scene because like like leading up to it he was just like oh I'm headlining blah blah not being honest about that but he's just like uh, he's I, I did like how his awkwardness was sort of like helping it sort of become a, a lot less serious because like he's standing there be like oh no you the, that's a, such a dumb joke and, and then he starts going on with that but then like she j- j- jumps in um, everybody in that scene was great Ray was super f- f- 
funny. He's like, if 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 I'll kick your ass if my if my wife my wife what was it? It was like, like it's it's his weird energy throughout the movie that's that also had had me too. But yeah, that scene, that character I should say was there to like yeah just to just to be there just to serve that purpose but mm-hmm. I, yeah Ray's line of like this elevator goes all the fucking way down, <laughs> down yeah <laughs> it's such a because they're like hammering home that he's such he's always making dad jokes that he thinks he's like dad funny and it's like of course he gets mad and he uses the stupidest dad joke I was like that's good <laughs> character writing that's like very on yeah. point <laughs> yeah. um, I, I thought the scene was like in a per- progressive and good writing way like it it didn't like go oh the mom's crazy oh look she had a mental breakdown look at this woman it was very much mm-hmm. like oh she just got angry she had a tough time like it was very yeah. much like not it was character defining but not like some sort of hindrance or or, or basic just little filter on top yeah yeah i it yeah it should, like I thought her she sort of like her like she she had a calm demeanor the entire the time even when you first meet her in the hospital but then you sort of get this passive aggressive feisty like like little ball of energy going on going on and then when that scene happens it's just like okay she's like a going like all like all like turbocharged now because that's like like a breaking point and then the 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 aftermath of that her like her entire arc in the movie was she 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 was one i think she did a a 180 a whole Mm -hmm. 180 and and then ray romano was like already 90 into it he just needed a, a nudge her, her and Ray arguing in the hospital, like when they had that one intimate scene, it was like, that's fucking acting class shit right there. That was like, they're the bouncing, the pacing was perfect. <clears throat> it seemed so natural. They were moving dynamically. It was like, oh my God, this is them making that shit. It's just one room, one camera. Like, I like that I, a lot. I like the first interaction between him and Kamal. He's like, so what do you have feelings about 9-11? He's like... My feelings about 9-11 is like, it's a tragedy. We lost 19 of the guys. It's like, like that to me, that's like, in my head, I could see me saying something as stupid as shit like, like that, but not as quirky. Uh, but so it, 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 it just kind of cool. Like how, how like, yeah, he has this weird, like this great dad and, and energy. And then how he's able to like, uh, sort of like, because everybody's awkward as fuck in in this movie. <laughs> in the, in the movie. Every, uh, there's nobody who's not awkward. So him being able to like out awkward people in the scenes that he's in goes to show that he's like like I do like that sort of like that light uh, that light touch to all of his like grievingness of what's like his sadness of what's going on. It's funny because you're kind of leaning into what I was thinking is that there's a good balance between the comedic aspects, but like real life in this movie. And again, going back to the shout out um, in, in a regular comedy, I feel like his character would have like crumbled and been like, 
oh no, this is like worst case scenario. Like I'm here yeah. with my girlfriend's parents and like, but in reality, like you can't do anything. He's up on stage. The situation is playing out and you can yeah. kind of just watch. And it that that's throughout the entire movie. When he freaks out, I love the scene when he goes and uh, tries to order a burger with four slices <laughs> of cheese. Yeah. And he has that mini freak out and the scene keeps going. As where, like, you would have seen him, like, tip over the, the garbage can and then cut to next scene in a regular comedy. But then you you have to watch him be like, shit, like, I made a mess. This dude's just doing his job. Yeah. And then you, you get that real-life awkward moment. Right? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. really character-defining. I feel like there are, like, I didn't, like, because, like, I do, yeah, Apatow De- definitely had a hand in the way things are look and, sh- and and shot in this because like there are s- like that scene I feel like yeah any other normal m- movie would have just ended it there he starts yelling at them but that's a very appetite thing to show like the consequence of that immediate sort of like overreaction yeah, that's a lot of that's the reason why th- this is f- f- 40 is unnecessarily long is because there are there's scenes that uh, show the consequence of what just ha- happened and a long one time for a rom-com is also st- something that I have rarely seen by by the way and but it, it it went by like quite quickly because I I did enjoy all that but yeah it just I feel like he has a lot of those scenes where it's like he does something, and then it, the, the comedic effect is the the aftermath. And these types of like is mm. his type of, of dry humor. Absolutely, yeah. And you can blame um, blame him for having Bo Burnham in this because Bo pops up in Funny People, I believe it is for a sketch. Okay, it's a very small part, but uh, you know, Apatow. Okay. You're not picking that move. Yeah, I'm over the bow. I'm over the bow. Like, I get that what I said in in the last movie, which we saw, Promising Young Moon, uh, Woman, uh, which you should see, 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 see the uh, episode now. It's on our YouTube channel. But the reason why I called him cringe in that one is because he's acting... You know, he's acting not himself, which, great, do your thinking. Try to uh, branch off. If it works, it works. I don't know if it did work in, in that movie. But in this one, he's literally a stand-up comedian. He's acting uh-huh. himself. It's just like that, that normal bow dipshit energy who's just like super fucking, he's a smart ass to everybody, which is just like, okay, this is a bow I like. Um, it's just like the scene that comes to mind is when they're trying to pitch a joke, uh, yeah. and that roommate says something about dogs, uh, getting a boner when they smell, uh, drugs at the airport. And then Bo says, you, you know what would be really great if you just stopped doing stand up all together? I, <laughs> that was. How he delivered that, how he, and he has multiple jokes like this 
in the movie. And also the other thing, I've never dreamed about hearing Bo Burnham say the word Pakistan. I, yeah. I would never dreamed that. It's Bro, so funny to me. It's so like you're in this movie, you're in this movie, and That's, you still didn't take the time to say it right. You know what I mean? I just, I was surprised at that. I was like, yeah, he still leans into the Pakistan when I, I, I mean, found. it doesn't, I get, it doesn't matter. It's just like a thing. So it gets the white people pass. I guess he was directed to do, the, to do that because there are a lot of other people who were saying Pakistan. I guess you're right. Um, so one thing I did notice on the same note without jumping around was uh, Bo Burnham. They didn't show him doing any fake stand-up. Bo didn't get a stand-up turn. Yeah, he did. Briefly, did I think. Briefly, he did? Yeah, he did. Because, because there's that critic that's, like, getting them to... Yeah, I don't okay. remember anything he said, surprisingly. Yeah, same. And so I, wonder if I know he, he had one, too. Well, I just wanted to point out, since we're focused on Bo Burnham, I want to talk about... We... I feel like we all realize when we see, like you know, smaller actors in roles. Like we talked about it heavily in Promising Young Woman because there was plenty mm -hmm. of them. But uh, David Alan Greer, um, he's the person that introduces them at the beginning when they're all going out on stage. I guess he's like mm -hmm. the store owner or whatever. But mm -hmm. love that actor. You know, he Isn't was on In Living Color. In Color, yeah, okay, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then there were spinoffs from that, like Blank Man, which is an underrated superhero movie um to me and most notably from my childhood he's the cop in jumanji and uh oh. Ooh, okay okay I, I wish we would have gotten a little bit more of him but uh there yeah, was a lot of moving parts well, when, I saw, when i saw him i was like oh okay he's in this cool cool, cool. i'm already on I, I, I like how his first introduction uh, uh on, it's like did you just do real life I was like, yeah, he, he, he just did that. He gets on stage. <laughs> yeah, he screamed immediately. <laughs> I love that, actually. Yeah. I was laughing so hard at, at that scene. But uh, we can talk about the other aspect of this movie now, which I'm, I, don't, I don't mind if, if I'm more interested about your guys' opinion. I've got that. two direct questions that are like more, they're for you, but it's not the, what was the cultural experience? So the one was like on the same note, I was talking about how to treat it. The woman, <clears throat> I thought they did the mom well as well. I thought yeah, the mom was relatable, mom. but that's she what I was going to ask. <laughs> so that was, mom. the mom was relatable for you. The mom was yeah. well done that way. I was like, mom, this is fucking you. <laughs> and then, um, the dad is also my dad too. That's what I, the follow up when they were at the baseball thing, I was thinking of your family. I could imagine like a whole skit of Raza being dragged to a, a baseball pen by one of his family members. That's yeah. why I was no, like seeing this. It was like, <laughs> it, it was the, the whole dining scene thing. Cause like we do that. And then they're like, Raza, come here, have food. Let's talk about your stuff. Are you, are you, what are you doing? Like, my parents think I like jerk off all day and watch movies here. So I see two. I hear you not. I have two monitors, and on this monitor, which I'm looking at, you guys are at. I I watch movies, and my my main one, which is not facing the door, there was like he's obviously watching porn or or something like <laughs> like like that. 
that, it's just like, yeah, I I feel that sort of like I, I I relate to it, but to a certain degree, as Panda said, he is older than us, so it's like a gen, it's still a generation above me, which mm-hmm. sort of like kind of carries a, a lot about that, but there's still like that pressure of just like I I'm a special little snowflake when it comes to this whole whole thing because my parents aren't concerned about me dating. Uh, you know, a, 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 a white person. It's 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 the uh, the pressure is there. He, like he has to lie about these things. It's fucking. I haven't done it myself because I don't. I don't deal with that. But it's just like it's it's like. I can understand where he's coming from because like you, with brown parents, you sort of have to hide a lot of stuff you want to do to bring out your own identity. And this is what their like. He had a good speech, but like, why are you bringing your traditions here if you left that? And I was like, that's how I think, because it's like, it doesn't make sense of why you're doing like that. But how they portrayed his family was pretty good because it's like the modern Pakistani family, but they're trying their hardest to keep their values in their children. Right. You can see it with the brother. You can see them trying to do it with him. But, uh, like, and that's the thing that happens all the time. Because it's, it's a, you come into a new country and your kids are going to adapt to the, the new society they're in. But, like, obviously you, they're going to still retain your, their own cultural practices, but it's, like, it's so harder to do it. I did have one thought along that line, and I was curious what your opinions are, is, like, I thought for people who may not be aware of the modern setting, as you're describing, that it was a very informing portrayal of how the arranged marriages work for someone yeah. who may not. Because, like, at least I'm sure me and Panda at least have a concept of, like, okay, and this is how it works in the modern era. But there's probably some Karen walking into that film watching it having no fucking clue how any of that works and lord knows the negative stereotypes that they had about it yeah i mean it it does because it's just like like there is that stereotype and there isn't that stereotype so it's, mm. i don't it's just it it it's it's it we've come so f- far now that it's just like it depends on the f- on like the f- family. Like obviously he's gonna have a, a because that's a pretty big stereotype, and obviously he's gonna mm-hmm. have a family portray it because he, again this is a true story, right? This is what he had to had to to deal with. But I just think it I did it in a good way without making the parents look like you you gotta do it this way. Like I let him do his stand up. That's like a very like to me. That's kind of a big deal because, like, my parents are letting me be a journalist. They're not. They're mm-hmm. saying, oh, you want to become a doctor, lawyer, engineer? It's fine. Bring the disgrace to the family, but as long as you're happy, right? Mm-hmm. So, so that's what I, I, I. That's how I look look at it. They're letting him be open about certain things, but this thing, they're like, we want control of this aspect, or we want to help you with this aspect. And that's something that a lot of us have to, you know deal with not me though because i'm born great i'm born ready it's funny because it's uh the dynamic i like i 
I know it kind of sounds racist, but like my mind for some reason instantly went to Miss Marvel. And then when I was looking up this movie, the mom is literally the mom in Miss Marvel. Yeah. And and so I was wondering if maybe because like there there are a lot of similarities within the family dynamic. And um, I don't know, like obviously 2017 to now there's been shifts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, uh, like, uh, it's the, it's, yeah, it's changed. But uh, as I said, it, it depends on, on the family itself. You can have an ultra progressive one and be a said, no arranged marriage. You can do whatever you you want to do, or you can have somebody who's just like, they're still kind of progressive, but they're like, we need to keep some traditions. Right. So it just kind of comes down to that. The dad though, I found the dad, because he's an actual a Bollywood a- actor. He's he's like an uh, like a titan in the okay. Bollywood industry. So he's he a big it. deal. He's he killing. Killin so it. like how I look at things at that shit. If if you're making it big in, in Bollywood, you're gonna start making it big in in Hollywood, and that's why you have your Priyanka Chopras now. You have your Alia Butts in in shit like that. You have your I'm saying a bunch of names. You guys are just flying over. <laughs> I love so, it. Uh, was there any inside joke? Because when he asked at the end, what was the movie? Dude, you saw at at well? the end, the end scene, a uh, mutton uh, a palau. That's something a, a, a Desi mom would. She can be so mad at you, but she'd be like she she needs to know if her son has eaten. That's like like the typical thing. That's very my mom will not talk to me for about a, a week or two and then she'd be like Rosa have you eaten yet have, have you it's like that's like the stuff that I can relate to the inside but the jokes part was just like how the dad said I hacked in, into your cousin's Facebook I was like <laughs> you hacked into his Facebook <laughs> and his Tumblr <laughs> Just casually, just off the, off the, off the cusp like that. So it's like, dude, I was like, I can fucking see. And then my dad is doing a whole bunch of talk. When my mom wants to discipline me, she goes to my dad, and and I could see that dynamic mm-hmm. happening in there too. But the thing that I found kind of cool was like the brother. He was also really, really. He was like. His like he could. I liked how his brother was at least kind of the the the, the middleman, being like, mm-hmm. "You're uh, do whatever you want, just don't make your parent our parents mad by right. marrying this white woman." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that dining scene, and then when he just freaks out immediately, he's like, "Oh." A white woman. I thought you were gonna say you had insurance fraud or something happening. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> the family look, 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 looks over at at them. Oh yeah, I just yeah. It's it's. I mean, I like how he goes downstairs and pray. And doesn't actually pray. That's again something I would totally do, and I've done. Yeah. <laughs> So that yeah. Also, yeah. a little tidbit for our our fans: uh, ice cream. The scene about where he says uh, uh, "Burfi" and ice cream. Burfi is like a like it's like a almond milk type thing, and it's like you can eat it like a popsicle. It's very good. Mm-hmm. I have one in Pakistan, in the most un cleansiest r- a restaurant. 
but it tasted so good. It, it didn't get sick though. So yeah, no, no hepatitis. No hepatitis. Um, <laughs> it, 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 uh, the guy took the popsicle stick off of the cement slab and then stuck it in into this milk thing. Is it here? Ten um, rupees, please. I'm just like that. Is ten rupees spent well? Yeah. So I got I got one more well big rounded like commentary on it. Do, do you, Panda? Do you mind? Uh, sure. I just want to throw out that I love the dad. Um, he was hilarious. Like the almost everything he said when it wasn't directly like uh, connecting with the family. Well, I guess even then it, it is. But when, you know, they're like, why don't you grow a beard? Or you need better better style, like daddy style. Like, <laughs> fucking killed me. Again, this is something that's like, this is something the shit that my dad, that's why I find it so cringy at the time. I was like, I'm living this. <laughs> his subtlety, mind. that's his subtlety in the arranged marriage scenes were always like, I loved his like little excitement whenever the other, the woman was yeah. talking and like how stoked he was to listen to them. I was like, this is like really good little subtle additions to yeah. this. It's uh, no, like he did a, a, a good job at portray, portraying him as like, like a little, little, little devil. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Oh, shoot. What was the point? What's your commentary? Oh, okay. I'm on. I'm on. All right. Raza. I made it as a side joke. But so I I commented this to Raza when I was first watching the film. And I feel like this is just the whole film was just alternate reality Raza. Like if Raza was an Uber driver and a comedian, just like take his whole personality and just plop him in a different life situation. I saw it. It's like, this is him. So I really wanted to know, like, you know, he walks around so awkwardly, like the way he's maneuvering the hospital with the family was like giving me his heebie-jeebies, the way he's like standing in the corner the whole time and shit. And (laughs) is that how, if you had to operate in that hospital scenario, is that like how you would function? Just kind of like. I'd be like, I don't want to be here because I'll be awkward (laughs) as fuck. But yeah, and that's the other thing. I I literally saw myself doing all these shit because like this is the stuff I would do. Like the whole party was just like, do you want to watch a movie? You know, that's something I would totally fucking do. <laughs> I, mean, I would, I, and I, I, and I have done that to, uh, to someone. It was like, like, can we walk? I want to show you this great fucking movie. It, 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 I forget which one, one it was, but like, I've done that. And it's like, looking inside, like, like looking outside in, I could see why she didn't call me. Maybe. No, and the the big <laughs> magnifying glass, the big magnifying glass on Raza's life, because even using that scene, I was like, that is still Raza, because he's so ADHD, he's going to just watch the movie and then get distracted by having intimate relations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, it's so weird, because like when you see him uh, after the stand-up scene, and then he goes, uh, uh, like they have sex and stuff. I just, after that part, I was just like, is this how I act? Is this me? This is bullshit. Not like he, but like he had game. He had better, he, he is better game. He's, he's better. So kids, Riz, he's a resonator. Uh, yeah. He's good. good Riz, but it's, it's, it's like, uh, his, his, the interactions with, with his parents, he sits there 
And then he tries to talk about him. He's like, you can go now. That's, I was like, that's fucking me. That's something I would totally say and do. I hate this movie. Zero out of, out of ten. This is not... This is, I was saying, like, am I supposed to be entertained or is this supposed to be like a self-reflection? Because I was feeling anxiety while watching this movie because, like, yeah, a lot of my cousins are married and whatnot, and I'm the one of the few that aren't. So it's like, holy shit, is this like... Can, I'm just going to pause this and have a panic attack right now and then come back so yeah why don't we just watch movies that you you guys can uh you know have manic episodes over because it's so close (laughs) to your your life this is not fun yeah i was thinking that about the table do you if you're with the family do you get seated alone on the lonely side of the table like that yeah, it's happened a couple times actually. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, when I got suspended, they were just like, "Yeah, you, you, you don't even eat on our side." But, but the whole sh- shunning of your of the mother that happens quite a bit. But in cases here, it's the mom overreacting. Here, I can't speak about it in Pakistan because it's, it's a little more serious there. But here, mm-hmm. it's just like the, the mom is overreacting, and like the kids are just like, "Calm down." Mom's, and dad's just like, there she goes again, lo- 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 losing her mind over her son not getting married. So it just, I, 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 yeah, I just, I, yeah, I need to, I was, we're never watching a movie where he's the main character again. You, you what? Right? We're never watching. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, now I, I wasn't cluing into the joke because you don't want the existential crisis. All right. All right. I get it. I get it. Oh, also, just to say one last thing, uh, Panda, when you were saying, this is me, I'm going to apologize to you. Kind of. Because I still stand with what I say. Bo Burnham in that pharmacy scene is cringe in 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 a it's hella cringe, all right. Okay. Uh, I totally understand where you're coming from, where where you you see yourself in in that that character, because right. I could see myself in this cringe, right? I was like, man, maybe Panda is right. Maybe these characters are better because you can put yourselves in those shoes. Uh, uh, yeah, like you were saying with uh, how like you know he puts on a movie. And like sits there, and he's kind of like watching her reaction. I do that too, so yeah. I relate to this character too. Yeah, no, but like that's <laughs> that, that's how I like to look at movies, right? Like if you can relate mm. to the character, and then mm. when bad things happen, whether it's for the betterment of your enjoyment of the movie or to degrade the character, you know, comparing mm. with these two movies that we've watched, mm. it it helps, you know maneuver through the twists and turns that you experience and yeah. relating to your life and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It just makes you un- understand the, the characters like mindsets more, I guess. Right. Uh, one thing I wanted to state is despite in this movie and for some reason he did Stuber even, uh, Kamal, uh, was never an Uber driver. So I don't know how, how that all worked into Maybe he was just like, I mean, I took creative liberties, I guess. They were just like, oh, let's just yeah. put that there. Yeah. Yeah. And but I uh, think they, they, they needed a reason for people to travel between all these scenes, too. So <clears throat> easy yeah. sub, but unfortunately leaning on a stereotype. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
In this movie, yes, as where <laughs> Stuber, which he did after this. Which um, is... The fact that... You're the it's only person who I've spoken to, like, ever in my life, or it's in the movies come out, who, who mentions that movie. Oh, that's about under the radar. Oh, this one. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I liked it a lot. They, they are a great duo, because, again, you have, like, the shy awkwardness of, like, you got a man up, and then you have this manly man who, like, yeah. is kind of soft on the inside a little bit. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Right. And he's, yeah, and he's all, as you said, he's an, an Uber driver in that one too, right? Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I found that funny, and, you know, I looked up, because I was curious. I was like, Uber wasn't around, so maybe he was like a taxi driver during... Yeah, I just, I just, yeah, I, or I, it must have been like a comedic thing because like also how they did it in real life must have been not as interesting. So they needed to add that like the cinema emotional thing where it's like, oh, he's mm-hmm. a, ooh, an Uber driver. Ha ha ha, stereotype. Ha ha ha, well, hang, ha hanging fruit. <laughs> ha, hashtag relatable. Um, hashtag relatable. <laughs> the scene where I was busting out laughing, um, was the one where he he does his art show? Oh right! Uh, I was <laughs> on the floor laughing my because that's something again, guys. I would do. I've done that to you both of you. Yeah. And like so, cricket. This is how cricket all operates. Yeah. <laughs> it was like I'm bursting out in tears, <laughs> and then he gets his roommate. Uh, I forget what he says. Like this word means servant. <laughs> In her thing, yeah. <laughs> and I was on the floor, <laughs> fucking laughing at this. Like that's again, uh, like laughing my ass off because that's uh, like it's so relatable. Where it's like, oh, well, brother, this is totally you. You would do a five-point presentation about partition if 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 you if you would. So was, yeah, I just he killed it. He he's been doing good. He's been he's. Ever since I discovered him from Silicon Valley, he's been doing very good, very good. That's a TV show, Bailey. No, I'm just trying to... I don't know where I first found out about him. I knew about him for a minute now. I first saw this movie, and I know this is how a lot of them, like him and the family, got a whole bunch of, like, they got all their bigger jobs since then. I thought, like, like this big sick was their his breakout into, like proper big ass produced movies maybe maybe because like he, he's been yeah because like well tv show i guess this it's all just it's all valley yeah there's, there's there's sprinkles like he was he had a lot of small parts like he played a pizza guy here and there um, yeah cable guy been, like dude bro like like brown man a, a representative up in this ish man fucking Pakistani too. There's not many many of us on in 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 Hollywood. So let's fucking go, man. This is my Black Panther. This movie's my Black Panther. <laughs> oh my god. No, but ultimately this movie was Oh, and the girl I, okay, so the girl the girl he the magic trick girl, I thought there was, was gonna be something there. Because mm-hmm. it was like, this movie's long, so there's a lot going on, right? So I I, I thought there was gonna be that sort of like issue there. Now she's still. Are we in spoilers, by the way? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, we've been, bro. Come on. I've been dancing around the word coma for like, like I guess, the beginning of the podcast. We've been uh, talking about the ending. We talked about the dad. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, but the actual... Like I'm teasing, twist. I'm teasing. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, so when she's in a co- when she comes out of a co- coma or she's in a coma, I forget when, but he meets this girl again, uh, which his parents ha- have arranged to, to meet, and then she comes over, does the magic trick with, with the the twenty, and they meet, and and he he drops her off. I thought that was gonna go somewhere too, right. and it, it would have added another sort of like. Because at that point, the, the, we're still like 40 more minutes left in the, in the mm-hmm. movie. So I thought, okay, the, they're going to have this. They're going to throw this in the mix. A lot of drama is going to happen. But I'm, I just thought they're going to add some more tension in the romance from that. Because I, it, it's my head will go there. What's interesting is when he finds out that she's in a coma, he slept with someone. And, like, given they were separated, right? Like, this isn't one of those friends debates. We were on a break. Um, <laughs> that was, like, the whitest fucking reference ever. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I was surprised that, like, he... Like, obviously, again, there's the realistic aspect where he's a dude and he has that magic trick of his own where he writes their name on a napkin and he picks up a girl, right? Right, yeah. But, uh, yeah, later on, having that girl where he has the set-up date, and, like, yeah. you you could feel that there was a connection there. Yeah. Um, so, I... Like, yeah. There's a few, few aspects of this movie. I'd like to hear, like, a woman's take on, like, how they view it. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was another instance I was trying to think of. Well, maybe, I think... Slightly again, oh. I think it's a, how they humanize the marriages. Just again, because they like the, the, the women weren't just like, oh, here's another throwaway one. But sorry, go ahead, my bad. No, oh, it's it's fine. Yeah, I'm I'm curious how that girl you brought up, Raza, or woman, um, how how women in her position perceived that character. If it was a little dramatic, I mean, obviously she's like, I watched a few episodes of the X Files, and it's a terrible show. <laughs> yeah, heartbreak because like you were like the perfect woman. Exactly. Woman. <laughs> yeah, just like because because his his whole goal in the in the beginning of the well, after he meets after he tells his brother like I'm dating a well, white girl, he says like you 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 have to ghost her ass, otherwise mom is is gonna ghost you, right? So it's just like I I thought okay, she's probably gonna be in half of like the this woman, Emily. Emily is is going to be in a, like a like half of the movie, and then the other half is going to be the other girl. But then, it, in my head, is like in real life, he's married to uh, the person who's playing Emily, so it doesn't that didn't that story wouldn't make sense. But I, yeah, I did. I felt like there was something there, and I feel like he may have explored that, and I don't know. Or outright saying he could have cheated on his wife. Yeah. <laughs> well, given given that's why I brought up the fact that he slept with that girl at the bar, mm-hmm. and then later yeah. it comes up. Literally, he has the conversation with Ray Romano's character, where he's like, uh, "You won't truly know how much your partner loves you until you cheat <laughs> on them." 
<laughs> like, yeah. I don't know what I'm saying. I thought yeah. I, I thought it I thought it was gonna be cool. <laughs> and like te- technically, he did cheat on her at that point, even though they were broken up. Yeah, yeah I I noticed that scene but because the whole they rule, though their whole like they're not together immediately got broken up, and then her whole oh red flags red flags. I was like okay, that they clearly had some sort of um, mm-hmm. commitment there. But sorry, Billy. No, I was just going to say that that one, I noticed they paid a lot of de- de- attention to detail and a lot of the continuity of stuff. And that was, I noticed that particularly because they just didn't, he's usually a good guy. He didn't like, they didn't show him off her to drive her home or like write a note or Lord knows he just kind of fucked off and left her in the bed according to the movie. That was, I was like, it's been pretty thorough the entire time. This was the one they just kind of like, all right, and he's on to the th- hospital now. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm sure they may have filmed that, and they were just like, "It's unnecessary." He probably woke her ass up and was like, "My friend's in the hospital." Yeah, go. yeah, right. Yeah. I was thinking that's an easy one. Something I would easy, totally yeah. do: be like, yeah. "Stay here. I'm gonna go to the hospital." Actually, I don't know who you are. I'm gonna go to to the to the hot hospital. Bagman tagging boys. No, but uh, yeah, I I I I don't think that's uh, how. I mean, it probably split up after the fact, but it's just, oh, yeah. it's just weird. And the whole hospital part was kind of cool. I, I did, I did it like, it was a nice twist. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not in that point, the movie sort of turns on its head. It's the, it isn't about simple heartbreak now. She has a rare fucking disease. Mm-hmm. That's like, okay. This movie is now something, something completely diff, different. So I, I thought that was very nice. How it's like not a typical, and, and, and that's what I meant from the beginning of the podcast. It was it, it, it isn't. I don't think it's a typical one. It has all the it has a template of one, but it there's still a lot like it 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 goes off on its own like tangent. Mm-hmm. So were yeah. there any negatives? Anyone felt? I'm trying to think. I get a little tired of the Apatow pacing. I didn't mind it at all. Like I didn't think it made it a bad film, <clears throat> and I I enjoyed how everything was tied together. But sometimes I was like, okay, it's a little in this hospital a while. There's a lot of things in this world that you could show me a bit more of. Maybe more of the family. I don't know. I just felt like you could fill in other space with more activities rather than just awkward kumail but it kind of was the charm of the movie so i'm conflicted there but at times i found myself like okay i'm getting a little little bored little bored little predictable yeah so uh, yeah i mean i'm i'm basically in in, in the same camp as that it's just pacing, ultimately. Apatow is a weird... Even though it's, it isn't done by him, but it's just like... It, his influence is there. Right. There's scenes which I don't think were needed. Other than that, it, yeah, I just... It just... The, the way the movie was told had some flaws, but acting-wise, everybody was good. Again, my, like, I, I no hate to the actress, but the, uh, the main love interest... Um, I thought she was a, a fucking bitch when she woke up, given she was on drugs, and I know they yeah. were broken up. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I, I I don't know if that went that way in real life. But um, I felt like it was the generic like, okay, I'm heartbroken. I did my all. I was here for her, and she instantly was like, go away. So now I'm gonna fix my life, and then she's gonna show up again, and then we're gonna live happily ever after. It was a little cliched. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The, there was a lot of well, lot, there was some 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 of that I should should say going on. You see, yeah, it did. The, there were story beats which I was predicting. I was like, uh, they're gonna make up, but um, the. The scene where she, where they go to her party at the end, and he mm-hmm. presents her a bag of shit. <laughs> Again, a bag of shit. A bag, a bag of, of devotion, Raza. Bag of devotion. devotion. Uh, again, this is why Raza doesn't like watching these movies because he sees himself doing stuff like that. And then Burning looks, photos and putting them in a jar. I thought it was a bad. It was funny. It was funny. No, was that's funny. kind of. I didn't go that far. Uh, it's just. It's just like that. That to me shows that like oh, uh, if it's not just me, that there's a whole swath of brown dudes out there that think like that, and that's the reason why this movie did so well. Again, hashtag relatable, bro. Hashtag relatable. Hashtag there's many, relatable. Many a man. Our who next bring movie a, is Goon, by the way. <laughs> That's, I, I could see Raza bringing a little presentation board with stickers on it and everything. I could definitely see that happening. You can see it. I've done it. <laughs> um, um, the the slight twist did get me. Like you bring that up, I thought it was that's it. I thought it was just gonna be a sad ending to the movie. That's what I thought it was such a big deal of a movie. I thought it was just gonna be she yeah. tells him off, and then he goes to New York, and then that's the movie ends with him telling the story. Is what I figured. That's, I thought it was going to be very Seinfeld-y. It was going to be like, oh, oh I've got okay. this movie idea. I was like, okay. and then and then she came back. I was like, okay, that was sweet. That was well done. And then it calls right back to the first convo. I was like, all right, I, I don't hate this. That was a, kind of adorable. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Personally, that's one of the negatives of being so encapsulated by pop culture is because all the marketing for this fucking movie was like, the true life love story of this actor and his wife and they mm-hmm. wrote it together and it was like so like the initial trailer obviously didn't say that i think it was like based on a true story yeah and then it was like all the talk shows they talked to him mm. they like so you and your wife wrote the story about how you met and it's like so you're just giving everything away but um <laughs> yeah touche Again, it, it's it's nice that I assume Raza, you didn't, you weren't aware of this. After? I was. I, oh, okay. Uh, who? Like uh, of them being married and it being there. Follow him on on, on Instagram. So it's like he, he he was talking about it, like okay. way back when. So I was like, okay, I knew that, but for some reason, I forgot what she looked like. So I thought Emily was his actual wife in real life. Oh, I knew uh, that this is a movie about something involving him, but I, I was like, oh no, that's Paula Dano's wife. Okay. Right, okay. right. Well, at least Bailey got to experience it with going in blind, yeah. which yeah. is nice. true. was popped, which is awesome. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. I found out in post as I was preparing the clips for the show. I was like, 
That makes a lot more sense. That makes a lot more sense. Find out. Just because I was preparing the clips for this show and I was lining them up and they were doing all the interviews and I was like, oh, it makes like, sense. Post credits, little, little credits at the end. Oh, it's clicked out, Clon. I'm out of there, dog. I, I'm a I'm a child of the internet. Who's fuck you fuck are. that? I'm gone, bro. How do you watch post credit scenes of all the Marvel movies? YouTube. Because <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> okay. like a uh, uh, tidbit at the end of the the credits, that was a nice little 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 jerk off there. I was just like, okay, cool. They 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 sent us home happy. That's what I'm, yeah. I'm to say. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a happy end ending. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I loved it. I was cute. It was like, okay, this is very It was adorable, cute. yeah. And again, he gives us a, a brown dude's hope. <laughs> hope to There's, snag more white woman, eh? That's what I did. It's just... Wow, somebody's going to clip that and put, put it on like 4chan or something. So, Bailey, what you're saying <laughs> is that... <laughs> the brown man is taking another ride. <laughs> <laughs> So, Raza, you're saying you want to dilute your... <laughs> you want to not... See, see when I get a purebred dog, that means purebred dog, all right? <laughs> oh, God. You're getting, now that's risque. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. So then if you guys are cozy, I'm going to throw on the next ad, and then we go to buy it, rent it, skip it. Or does anyone have any final thoughts they would like to deliver? Uh, this movie got non. A fun fact about this movie: it got nominated for an Academy Award for writing. Good. Yeah. I guess brown people are coming up in the world. Mmm. We're slumdog millionaires now. Appreciate that you stuck around this long into the show. Most importantly, if you don't already know, we actually do a few other types of content. We do different types of podcasts on Mondays. We do gaming on Fridays. I run an eBay store personally. Raza plays a lot of games. He's on TikTok, killing it on the shorts, killing it on the captions. So no matter what type of media you consume, we're on that platform. So if you're finding out about us on YouTube and you want to see if we're on TikTok, we're definitely there. Thanks for sticking around this much. We see y'all dedicated followers. Welcome back, Internets. We're at the last bit of our show, so thank you for tuning in thus far. Again, uh, we got a few other episodes. We got more coming. You want to watch more movies? They're, they're out there. We're both on our audio version on Spotify, and they're on oh. YouTube. Now, <laughs> what we use as a writing system, we do buy it, rent it, or skip it. It's a little bit uh, cliche and old, but it's uh, a good way to We're going to have approach. a graphic of, of that soon. We're going to have a blockbuster that. sign being like, rent it, buy it, or skip it. And if you pick skip it, you... He shoots himself it. That's a little... No, it turns into the Netflix logo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that better. So, uh, who goes first? Bebe first? Sure. Bebe first. Bebe thinks it is... I would buy it. I would buy it. I would add it to the collection based on... Uh, I'm going to steal Panda's wording. I thought it, it was a good, like, modern romance... So if you're looking to have a catalog of rom-coms and shit like that, it would be a good additional drama to add to the kit. But I don't think it's the best ever, but I think it's worth adding to collection. 
But when you buy something, don't you buy it for the sake of it being the best thing ever? I yeah, don't know. Totally. I love every single movie I own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Raza, hey. your your library of video games, you know what I mean? That's like it just I have the regrets. same thing. I have regrets. <laughs> I have regrets. regrets. I wish I could I return some. That's why I have Game Pass now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh. Yeah. No, uh, I, I'd rent it. Because um, it's a movie that, like, it's great. It's a, it's a great movie, but the feel, that umphness, the magic is sort of there after the first couple watches. And then you're just like, okay. You, you, you get the, the, the gist of it. There's no sort of, there isn't something you need to un. un cover um mm-hmm. so after the first couple watches like okay i'm i'm i've i'm good on this great love story great great fucking writing great ev- everything but i get it i just don't need to watch it again or like or own it per se um yeah i i think there's uh, enough talent in this and it, it's one of those movies where like I literally watched it today, and I low key kind of want to rewatch it. Just like, not right now. Eventually down the road. So if I come across it, it's been a few years since it's been out. So I might find it for cheap at like Shoppers Drug Mart or Walmart. So I probably add it to my collection. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, Raza, like you were saying, Kamal is like. A rising star in my eyes, and yeah, he's been in a Marvel movie, but we don't have to address that. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, I, I just can't wait to see what he does because he—he's—he uh, seems like a good guy. He's funny, and I don't think he's done anything bad aside from Immortals, <laughs> Eternals, Eternals, whatever. Who cares? Um. Uh... <laughs> He was in Hot Tub Time Machine 2. That was a good movie. <laughs> I had thoughts in that one. I like that one. Um, I got really big during that one. Uh, uh, I was going to say, um, I liked him in that murder mystery show. Oh, yeah. Will Arnett, where it's improv. Yes. And um, the movie came, came out like last month or two months ago. With no, it was a Christmas. Christmas special. Christmas special. Yeah. yeah. Of um, Murder, Murderville. Murderville, yeah. J- Jason Bateman's in it. Will Arnett's uh, like the lead. The main guy, yeah. And I forget the other per- per- the other two people. But yeah, it's a great... Oh. I like his episode. Uh, cool, like, Kamal's uh, episode was actually very fucking funny yeah like, mm-hmm. he, i was he, i think there was like the f- f- all of the episodes were kind of jokes but uh but his was like the best of the best because like he, he he's making him do like this weird like move like movement <laughs> so it's like i i didn't i did enjoy that movie quite a bit or show quite a bit you watched that, Billy. Sharon Stone's in it. Marshawn Lynch okay. is also in it too. 
I'll watch anything with Marshawn Lynch. All right, there, I'm sold. Done. Done. He's hilarious. <laughs> like, I, I didn't know who that guy was, and then he appeared in that show. Yeah. He's an ex-football. He was a big football star when I was a football meathead, so he's like he was hilarious, hilarious. then. He was, he, he was famous for sitting in uh, interviews because uh, they wouldn't let you not go to the press conferences. So he'd sit there in the press conference, and he'd just be like, I'm only here so I don't get fined. And he'd just sit there and be a prick all the time. It's amazing. But I digress. I have one more important question before we close out this episode, boys. One very important question that we ask ourselves every two weeks. Raza, was Tom Cruise in this? No, but no, but Bo Burnham was. Why would you change it to to, to that? <laughs> was Bo, Bo Burnham in this? Fucking <laughs> 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 movie. That's for me. I can do that one instead. If you watch Tom Cruise Moon Moon movie, we all have to to do the podcast drunk. Okay, we gotta be. I guess I gotta pick a Tom Cruise movie. Not this one, but like. like, (laughs) All right, all right. So. Yeah. No. That's you're you're the weakest edger ever, bro. You're you, bad you, at edging. You, 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 you had a beer on Friday. You were edging uh, the entire stream. This is pop, first of all. This is. So I wasn't bad. claiming to edge. I wasn't participating in the edging. I was just trying to now, come as near edged, to the close as I could, uh, to the finish the, as I could, you know? Buddy, I, I'm on the cusp. I'm like, the dam is b- bulging now at, at this point, right? But I'm whole, whole, holding strong. <laughs> you guys, you gotta stop. I'm turning blue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everybody. Thank you for tuning in this week. And then I'm gonna throw in movie magic here again. Here's what the next one you're gonna watch. Hey, we've been over this. Pitch Black, Vin Diesel, year 2000. Could be cheese, could be good. Either way, you like sci fi? It's the start of the Chronicles of Riddick series. Come check it out and deepen your nerd knowledge. Otherwise, we appreciate you stopping by. If you're watching the YouTube version of this, we also have a audio version. You can find us on Spotify, same-ish, different day. We also do a podcast, and you can listen to that there. Also, we live stream this. Tune in on our Twitch or our YouTube every Monday, and recorded versions should be Friday, unless I get too busy. You can also be on the TikToks and uh, Instagrams, where you can find uh, almost daily useless content that Raza works very hard at making, and it is hilarious. Panda here has a link tree. You can find it in the description. <laughs> this gentleman will be creating mutual content in the future. But for now, you can check out his uh, 5 billion Instagram accounts and give him a follow. <laughs> yep. Raza, you got any final notes? Uh... I'm just very happy that brown men like myself are getting the representation we deserve or we need. Um, I, I just can't wait for the North American of uh, a remake of three idiots. <clears throat> yeah, let's hope they never do that. I think yeah. in, in the cards, though. That's what I have, I've, I've yeah. been hearing rumors about it. Yeah.